Welcome back to the Intrinsic Podcast. My name is Omar. And I'm your co-host, Juan. No, your name is Juan. You don't say I'm, I'm your co no. You ruined it, Juan. You oh, gotta my say God. It like it's your fucking profession. Juan Martinez, co-host of Intrinsic Podcast. That's it. <sighs> nice to meet you, Juan. My name is Omar. See, just just again, Omar? Dude. See, that's fucking lame, bro. Just Omar. You just you messed up, play. dude. You gotta say something interesting, bro. Like Omar, Conqueror of Worlds or some fucking shit, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Omar. Just that's it. Hello, everyone. This is Omar the Conqueror reporting for duty. How's that? Or, or Omar Querendon or some shit like that. No, 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 no. I'll be pulling that card. Uh, no, no. There, there's only room for one Querendon okay, here. That's right, you, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Only one Querendon <laughs> in this town, okay? Well, um, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to another great episode of the Intrinsic Podcast. Intrinsic with the Y. Coming at you live from each of our own places across the ocean. <laughs> across the world in different worlds different universes coming to you live live and we wanted to talk about travel today because i don't know why but i think we just wanted to talk about travel <laughs> oh i think i know why because uh why i think somebody might have just uh, done some traveling themselves damn expose me like that huh oh <laughs> yeah goddamn right so you you're not gonna travel and not talk about it come on what, what so. kind of person are you, Juan? Don't be a weirdo, <laughs> all right? If you travel, you got to brag about it. That's so, Isn't that the reason why you travel? It's to brag about it, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's exactly why I do it. <laughs> I don't, What's I don't the fun th in that? Yeah, since I don't have any, like, um, any uh, social media and shit, it does feel... I mean, I, I've never really liked sharing my travels, per se. Just like, you know, if I'm talking in a conversation, like, yeah, I've been there. I've, you know, I've done this thing. But social media, yeah. I think, kind of glorifies traveling and makes it seem like something that's like gonna save your life and shit you know it's like it's it's fun it's I, you know i love it but it's also you know used for a lot of clout in these days you know of course of course i mean what's the point of doing cool stuff in life if you can't post and brag about it am i right no one sees it if no one sees it did it even happen yeah 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 if i go to the gym but i didn't post a, a gym selfie did i even work out <laughs> I think it's as critical to p take a picture and post it on social media as, as it is to do the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, facts. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just recently came back from Hawaii. So, chakas or whatever they say, mahalo, mahalo, Aloha. <laughs> and um, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. We went to Oahu and then we went to Maui. Um, an interesting travel, sort of different. Actually, completely different from my previous travels, as Omar knows. So, sort of, I, mm -hmm. my other travels have been more traveling. This one has felt more vacation-like, and I really hated it. Not hated it, you know, but I don't like the feeling of, like, oh, I'm on vacation. Because I just feel like it's, I don't know, it puts you in the mentality of you're not going to be productive. You're not going to do anything. And, you know, thankfully, I'm lucky enough to for my job to be remote. So... I was actually working when I was there, so I had to fight that mentality of like, oh, I'm not doing anything today. It's like, no, well, actually, my job technically doesn't even know I'm here, so I still have to you know, keep up the work and you know, make sure that I'm completing all my tasks, even if I'm in Hawaii or whatever. Right, not have like the whole vacation phase hit your mindset and all of a sudden think, oh, yeah, now I get to like, you know, 
not focus on life and kind of just start being lazy again and, and yeah. you know get off track or whatever yeah so hawaii for sure for anyone that's been there is like the laziest vibe i've ever felt like you just don't do anything you just go to the beach and hang out eat drink, well, well that's well, it let, let, let's not be disrespectful right it's not lazy it's just relaxing it is relaxing and yeah if you go to oahu which is the sort of more popular the honolulu shit it's also mm-hmm. a lot of people and i really dislike touristy places and i really i'm not gonna say i dislike people but i just don't like so many people in one fucking place Fuck people like bro go home like why are you guys all here <laughs> <laughs> let me enjoy my time here let me oh, enjoy, you gotta root it for let me. me enjoy the beach by myself why are you guys here yeah, like, um, don't you know Juan and no one's coming to Hawaii? There's, they, there's not enough room for all of us here. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, the reason why I don't like that is because as someone who has traveled and as someone who has, you know, also traveled to their sort of home country, like, I know yeah. that locals don't typically have a good view or perspective on travelers, on, on tourists, you know, because they come, they raise the prices of things, they sort of screw their you know their environment all this sort of shit and then they just go home and <laughs> right it's as as american tourists we're also extremely entitled in that sense because we feel entitled to for other people to speak our language and for other people to accommodate to us right i mean you see all the karens like in china like stop speaking chinese <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> stop speaking chinese you gotta speak english to me it's like what the fuck is the audacity <laughs> the audacity yeah. yeah, I think it's really cool though that you uh, you just did some traveling recently yourself. I'm really excited about that. Uh, as you were sharing with me before we started recording, you had a uh, quite the experiences out there, or quite the experience, <laughs> I would say, which I think yeah. is awesome. Uh, because at the end of the day, that's what traveling is all about: it's meeting new people, new experiences, and kind of embracing those little changes that are uh, set in front of you when you travel. Right? I yeah. mean. For me personally, the last traveling I did was probably like down to the restroom, you know. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta work a little bit harder to start getting out there. But uh, you know, yeah. maybe uh, maybe travel to a different part of the house or something, you know, or travel to the front yard. There you go, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps, <laughs> exactly. No, but jokes aside, um, you are right. The whole weird thing about people from America traveling around the world. And having this weird, like, sense of self-righteousness, like, you need to accommodate to our needs when we travel to your country. Like, why is your country filthy or why is your country not up to spec, right? right. Because we have it so good here. And we're, te- honestly, we're, we're, we're spoiled. We have it so good here. There's a lot of good uh, things here where our standards are set so high to when we travel, it's almost like we're downgrading right like oh wow like they don't have electricity there like oh that's terrible that means i'm gonna have like 3g network like oh that's disgusting you know like it's (laughs) those weird things that like other people that actually live in those places like scratch the head and they're like what the hell is this person talking about like this place is great like my whole Mm. family lives here like we we make a great living you know um so it definitely allows you to gain different perspective as we've mentioned before on one of the previous podcasts, you know, traveling expands your mind. It opens your eyes to new avenues in the world. But at the same time, it's important to be respectful of other places and not trying to, you know, force that place to be something that it's just not. 
like for you, for example, if you travel to Hawaii, it's a beautiful place. I mean, there are so many beautiful things there, the waterfalls, the beaches, the people as well, right? The whole culture is something really, truly amazing. But you're not going right. to go there and say, um, I don't see any like stuff like I don't see any good taco places like there's no Mexican food here. Like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Like, don't you guys know about Mexican food? You know, like you have yeah. to almost assimilate into that kind of a different world, a different place. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I also think, you know, it, it takes a different perspective to distinguish between travel and vacation. And I think the vacation mentality is what leads to like what you're saying. The vacation mentality leads to actual tourists like trashing beaches and and right like destroying you know the environment and all these different things because ecosystem yeah because vacation is always seen as a short-term thing you right i mean you mentioned it before the podcast like you work your nine to five for two weeks you save money and then you're like all right i'm off to hawaii or i'm off to vegas or miami yeah. or something and you fuck it up and you get drunk out of your mind and you or hella rude and stuff to the locals and so on and so forth. And then you go home and it's like an escape. It's like, no, you wouldn't do that. If you wouldn't do the things that you do in, in a certain city in your local town, then why would you do them? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was always odd to me, like growing up because where we grew up, there's people that were, um, they were just well off. They came from good, uh, financial backgrounds, you know, through their parents and, you would hear of some pretty crazy traveling trips, you know, whereas for me, it'd be something crazy to go to Mexico, although it's, you know, something a bit more normal just because it's the home, the homeland, right? The home country where your where our parents come from. Um, people would be out here traveling to fucking Greece and like Italy and just like about all kinds of crazy places. And it's like, oh, like, is, is there like a the you know, the family uh, line like does it tie you there or it's like oh no, no no we just wanted to go because uh we heard there's like a great sushi restaurant or whatever you know and you're like what the fuck like how like what okay like i didn't realize that was like a thing you know like mm -hmm. very lavish uh traveling and so earlier on i kind of started realizing that because we were surrounded with people that did those kinds of things then it kind of started almost like transferring onto other people around our age group that perhaps didn't come from that kind of uh, background where now they were seeking something that they not only could not afford, but that they didn't even understand themselves like as to what they were actually doing, where, like you mentioned, there's people working their ass off nine to five, maybe having double shifts or two separate jobs just to go on a vacation for a week, two, three weeks where they basically lived a life that they didn't have and just blue expenses like just spend money on this spend money on that get shit fixed over here let's go rent this like house down by the beach you know like like crazy spending just to come back to living a very modest a very like you know ruthless like, kind of lifestyle because they're working so much because they really can't afford to not be working and that was just kind of like so weird to me like seeing that kind of a lifestyle and a lot of people are like not to say that you shouldn't be traveling, you shouldn't be trying crazy new things when you're young, but also be responsible, both financially and morally, where if you have the set standard of life for yourself, where it's like, 
I'm going to abide by these certain standards that I set for myself, which means I'm going to be respectful to myself. I'm going to be respectful to others. I'm going to be respectful of this place, this terrain, this this planet that we're on. I'm not going to go to Vegas. I'm not going to go to like Malibu or whatever and just shit on the whole place. You know, like literally just take a shit there and come back. Like <laughs> it's so disingenuous, you know, yeah. because other people live there. Other people have to deal with whatever shit you leave there. And so that's kind of the the weird flawed judgment that I saw people having earlier on and probably still do. Um, I don't think it, it goes away, but a lot of these people also were kind of seeking to travel to almost escape whatever they're dealing with here. And so mm-hmm. they have a perhaps a shitty relationship, a toxic household, and they go travel to Cancun, get super shit faced, take a bunch of selfies, doing cool stuff. And then they come back right to the same thing, you know? So it was yeah. just very odd. Um, so it's important to kind of, I guess, point out the difference between traveling and vacationing where you yourself, you like to travel. Now, yeah. what would you define as real travel? So sort of to play off what you said vacationing i would see as something that you need to do i mean you hear it in people right like i fucking hate my job like i need to go travel someplace i need to go to vegas or i need to go to hawaii travel i would say is something that you just want to do plainly you don't need to do it i mean i didn't have to go to hawaii you know i really don't have any sort of not to disrespect hawaii but i didn't have any specific interest in hawaii i was like all right that's cool but Travel, I would more so see you go with the mentality of still being the exact same person you are, but sort of pushing those limits and expanding into a different comfort zone or expanding out of your Mm -hmm. comfort zone rather. Because when you travel, I just feel like you are open to more things and it's not all just alcohol, right? It's not like vacationing, like, oh, Vegas? Yeah, bet. You know, pour me pour me that drink. Pour me that drink. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> there you Sheesh. go. I know you were, I knew you were gonna like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. And um yeah, so when you travel, I just always see it as like you're the same person, but most of the people that I've met, like they travel for the sake of meeting people and for the sake of sharing stories. And that is the actual singular satisfaction of traveling. Like yeah. I've been sort of like on One of the most memorable experiences I had was when I was in in Athens, we were on this like, and I say we, it was just random people, but we were on this sort of rooftop thing of our hotel and some people were drinking, some people weren't, but everyone just started sharing stories randomly about travels and everyone was like, oh, wow, I've been there or I haven't been there. That's amazing. Like, what do you think about this? And we could actually ask people that came from there about those experiences. So it was like, I've always wanted to go to Italy. Like, where do you think I should go for someone that lives in in Milan or something like that? And you get these like unique experiences where you're sort of living off of each other's experiences and you're sort of, you know, connecting with them on a pretty emotional level because most of the stories that involve travel, most travel stories are pretty intimate, right? They're, They're usually very, like, I tried this and it sucked, but then it turned into this amazing thing and I met this other person and now I'm traveling with them. And then you're just like, holy shit, that was like, that escalated quickly. Like, and that literally happens when you hear these stories. You hear about people meeting in some weird country, reconnecting in another one, and then from there being like, hey, let's just 
backpack through Europe or backpack through some other thing. And it's like, wow, these are intense relationships that are forged like immediately. And yeah. again, it's because of that discomfort. Anytime you go travel and you find some friend and you stick together, you're like, holy shit, this is my homie. This is my family right now. Because again, you know, no one else there and your family is most likely very, very far away. Yeah. Yeah. I've used this kind of like for like other topics, but I think it really comes comes down to, I think it comes down to the intention behind something where if we're doing the traveling versus vacationing, when you're traveling, your intention is to go there to perhaps learn something, learn from the people that live there, learn new things, learn about the culture, really embrace what it is that you're, you're the place or location that you're traveling to. Whereas vacationing is the sole intention and purpose is to escape, is to turn off your mind, is to shut down, um, not necessarily yeah, to be lazy, but literally nothing but relaxation, right? Just to fuck up your livers. <laughs> fuck up your livers, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps gain a few uh, pounds, you know, get obese, um, and maybe get COVID. Um, but those are kind of like the two different sides of what it is to travel, in my point of view. And although I haven't done so much traveling recently, the majority of the traveling that I've gone is to Mexico, and there's nothing better than going to Mexico for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I absolutely love being there because I feel like I'm in a place where I no longer am standing out. I'm no longer the outlier, the outcast, or perhaps someone that doesn't fit in. It almost feels like I'm home simply yeah. because there's no... When I have a conversation with someone there there's no okay let me think about what i'm going to say to them or how i should say it or how i should present myself it's i'm just me and that's it right yeah. and there's a, a a comfort that comes with that and that's my own form of kind of traveling that i've done um and i'm really really yearning for that i really want to make another trip out there back to the homeland where my parents are from um because that's my way of kind of giving back, not forgetting where we come from and embracing the whole lineage of the family that has started there at one point and made its way all the way to now this great country, uh, the U.S. Um, but just because I'm born here or just because I live here doesn't mean I'm going to completely disregard everything that came beforehand because it's yeah. a, a part of the evolution, right? And in a similar sense, when you travel to another country, although you might not have any actual cultural connection to that place, you embrace the change, you embrace the lineage because that place wasn't always there. It was built by hand. It was built by people, certain uh, people that wanted a better life. And it's important to see that for what it is and not just see, oh yeah, you know, we went to New York. God, the buildings are so tall. It's so loud. There's so many taxis. It's like, no, no, no just take a second and look at what's around you. I mean, there's millions and millions and billions of dollars of revenue that's being done around you. Like there's so much business opportunities. There's so many big companies around you. These buildings are literally like the tallest buildings in the world, you know, for a reason, because they need so much people to be here of all the stuff, all the innovation. That's what you should be there for, you know, not be like, Oh God, I just hate how there's so many taxis. Like what, don't they have Ubers here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, to not be ignorant 
and actually yeah. really embrace what's going on around you and accept the discomfort i think right that's that's kind of what i get from like what you're saying is whoever mm. this person is right is super uncomfortable with just being a different experience if there's someone who comes from a very small town and they go to new york and they're like oh this is disgusting <laughs> or this this all this smog and all these people yelling and they're rude it's like on one aspect yes you may be right it's a different experience but that is why you should travel in my opinion to feel that discomfort to actually know that because what's one thing that like is always sort of repeated is like if you want perspective travel that's the that's the thing if you want perspective travel and if you want that perspective it's uncomfortable how do you understand how can you possibly understand how for example people in india live if you don't go there and if you're not uncomfortable right yeah. that discomfort is the actual lesson itself i mean i i've been to cuba and now i understand like so much about like what they're going through and and all these different you know protests and things of that sort because of that specific purpose um you know because of that because of actually being able to go to cuba i can actually understand now their positions right not in the not in the same way that they understand it but because I went and I felt uncomfortable, like like you said, I mean, I'm someone who's still humble, but even going there, it's like, they don't have Wi-Fi, they don't have this. I mean, you, you literally, there's like mm-hmm. four Wi-Fi points in like the city and they don't have certain things, right? They don't have like for women, they don't have a lot of like uh, personal hygiene uh, things of that sort, right? So it's like that discomfort, yes, kind of sucks, but at the same time, it allows you to actually see that perspective and it allows you to understand them a lot better so you have to sort of open your horizons and and embrace that discomfort a bit yeah yeah well traveling is definitely keeping an open mind and allowing different ideologies different philosophies uh to kind of intertwine with their own and not necessarily be opposed to it right off the bat before even getting there whereas some people might be reading up on a place as they're getting there and they're like oh man there's like there's, yeah, like there's trash on the streets, there's rats, like the sewage isn't like up to par or whatever. And then uh, and immediately get there and like, oh, this place is filthy. It's like, no, no, no. Like understand why it is that this place is like this. Understand why perhaps the sewage or whatever has been disregarded because they probably have a lot other things that are more important as hard as that is to believe. Again, yeah. us being in this country, we're so spoiled that everything is set to a certain standard. But just because you're accustomed they're used to that sort of manner of living doesn't mean everybody else in the world lives like this and that's the most Mm -hmm. important thing is to not be so ignorant to that because i think it does come off as disrespectful when you travel to somebody else's country especially when they know that you're coming from a country that has very a very high standard of living because they want to impress you they want you to leave their homeland their place where they're living with a good uh memory like wow this was beautiful like yeah maybe there was things that they didn't have here that i'm used to but everything else made up for it or maybe it was better it was unique right that's what they want they don't want people to come to their place where they live their country and say oh this was shit like nobody would ever want that because there's a lot of pride in that um and and yeah it's just really just kind of retaining that different ideology that you get from traveling to that other location um what what would you say is like i guess some things that have stood out to you 
now from your experiences of traveling to different places? Like, what are some of the things that stand out to you as perhaps things that you weren't expecting to kind of open your mind or or really appeal to you? Like things that just really stood out to you that you didn't expect to happen. I'd say two things. One, one can be sort of you can think about it as positive. I mean, both are positive, negative. It's it's all subjective. But one thing is the cultural exchange of things like if you are able to even if like just through like any way you can communicate with someone in their own language and extend that hand you know be like okay i'm a visitor here this is your country and i want to understand it through your own eyes and through your own language so for me i made a big emphasis to wherever i went to travel i would try to you know even if it was like a two-week notice like i'm gonna go travel they're like do a crash course on the language. Like, how do I say hi? How do I say goodbye? How do I ask mm. where something is? Very, very simple things so that when I go inside the store, I can say, you know, hello, and I can and I can actually engage with them. And even if very quickly they're going to figure out, oh, this guy's not from here, they'll know that he's making an effort. And even though it seems like such a minimal thing, most people, most kind of American tourists, honestly, they don't make any effort at all. They just walk in like, hello, I need this, I need that, and just immediately start demanding things. And it's like, that's why such a small effort goes so far. And so mm-hmm. that language thing is something that really struck with me because like anywhere you can go and you can speak their language, I'm telling you, they will literally like pour their heart out for you because they see this guy's not from here. He's making an immense effort to learn this language. And so I'm just going to tell them everything, like my life story that people have told me, like their life stories, like you should check out this bar, you should check out that restaurant, like, and they'll be like, don't go over there. It's super dangerous over there. And, you know, things that I didn't know where I'm like, oh, okay, fool, for sure, for sure. (laughs) You know, I'm going to for sure follow those um, things. And then also the second thing, which, like I said, can be a little bit more negative is uh, poverty and the struggle of people. I mean, you're talking about how privileged we are here i mean and and how right if you go someplace like cuba for example ac isn't pretty much a thing and so you think like right as a traveler you're like oh fuck this like there's no ac this is horrible how can they live like this like you said they're not thinking about that why because i've gone there and i've seen like some of them are like literally digging through trash for food you think when you're doing that you're thinking about like wow it's really hot out here actually like i'm so hot and i'm sweating a lot like Ooh, this is gross. Like, no, dude, they're literally thinking about survival. They're thinking about how can I get literally a old stale piece of bread for my family so that they can eat today. And then the next day is the same exact problem to solve and so on and so forth. And so that would that would be the second thing that I've that's really impacted me about traveling is yeah, we're we're incredibly privileged, incredibly privileged. Yeah. Another another particular one was not to depress people, but <laughs> there was this one incident in uh, Athens where at this point I've been traveling for a couple of weeks. And so I still love to work out, but I felt like extremely weak. Like I felt like I really needed to go to the gym. So I just found this CrossFit gym, which was like not ideal at all. But I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to go. They ended Same up kicking different. me out. Yeah, they ended up kicking me out because I wasn't doing CrossFit. But I was like, whatever, I finished my workout. So I'm out of here. Really? Yeah, dude, they're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like you can't hang with us they're like they're like 
trying to get me to do crossfit i'm like no dude i just came here for these bars and weights like i'm fucking out of here um, that's so crazy yeah it was it was it was rude like they legit told me like you gotta leave like what the fuck bro chill out um, and you paid yeah i paid for the day or for yeah for a couple hours i think what the fuck yeah shit was weird that's crazy yeah. well that's anyways i mean on, that's on, not my, yeah that's not here or there but still that's kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah anyways on on my way back the actual incident was like i was walking back on the street and i can't get this image out of my mind but there was like this old guy who was walking as i was walking who was with a sort of broken you know one of those milk jugs like it was like a ripped milk yeah. milk jug he was collecting like the blackest water i've ever seen from like a drain by the street and i was just thinking like that thing is black like it's black like that's Damn. not water anymore and you could tell that he was like mm-hmm. really putting his all into just collecting this probably disgusting water because who knows what he's going through you know what i mean and yeah. so i just put things in such a huge perspective because for sure when i left that crossfit thing i was kind of mad i was like fuck this thing dude like they just kicked me out like that mm-hmm. then i see this guy i'm like jesus christ how fucking petty can i be like to be mad about this trivial thing compared to what this guy is struggling with and he's <laughs> like i don't know 70 80 90 years old in like really high it's also athens is super hot in the summer yeah, I need That's to so cool. interesting. I need to chill with my shit. So those were the two <laughs> things that uh, <laughs> those were the two things that kind of struck me uh, most through my travels. Mm. Uh, no, I, I like that. Thank you for sharing that, and I'm sure that our listeners will probably kind of resonate with some of those. Um, to go off of that last point you made is like you're you're put in a place of discomfort, but then you realize that your discomfort relative to somebody else's is like no longer relevant, right? Yeah. Um. And that's definitely something that I feel like I have to work on myself where I do deal with certain discomfort. But I think, again, going back to where we live and uh, and, and where we're at right now, at least for me personally, I feel like I live very comfortably. I am very spoiled and I recognize that. And I definitely do seek to travel to different places to seek that discomfort, because although my favorite place of travel is Mexico, again, that's a very comfortable place. Um, yeah. Not that I'm necessarily traveling to some very lavish place, um, but it's because of already having established the location, the place, the people around there. I'm very well aware of what's going on. So there's some comfort to that. Not to say that it's the safest place, but again, there's already established comfort. And that is mm-hmm. definitely something that I seek to work on. And I hope that some of the listeners also embrace that where it's not always about trying to live the most comfortably, the most spoiled with the most materialistic things. Sometimes it's about doing the exact opposite and trying to remove yourself from society, remove yourself from having to rely so much on these everyday essential things that we've accustomed ourselves to that honestly aren't all that essential where, yeah, as shocking as it may be, you don't need AC to live a good life. You don't need a constant wi-fi and a phone and a tablet and uh, a laptop and you know like excess things and devices what's that some in and out hey well hey hey let's not get carried away (laughs) but all right in and out is essential i hit the california note on that one (laughs) yeah exactly if people didn't know where we were were from like they would definitely know with that one like oh kelly boys um (laughs) but yeah you know you have to recognize that 
there is certain things and a certain standard of living that you accustom yourself to. And sometimes it's good to just kind of step away from that simply because other people are living without it. And not to say like, oh, well, oh, well, yeah, sure. Just because I have it and other people don't doesn't mean I need to live my life like theirs. Like, and it's not about, you know, necessarily coming down to somebody else's style of living or, or anything like that. This is nothing to degrade anybody, but it's simply to embrace the fact that there's different ways of living and kind of almost set yourself up for, okay, if I do, if I am seeking to travel to different places, I should understand that I'm not taking whatever I have with me here to that place. I'm going to a different place for the sole purpose of living differently, whether it be for a week, a few days, a month. If you have the blessing to travel to some other place for a month, there's so much you can do in that month. There's so much change that will come out of it. And I think it's really amazing when I've heard stories of both you and my other friends that have traveled in the past and tell me um, how many great things they had experienced. I think I had a friend that like went to some place like it was like a long, long, long time. Um, and I thought it was like the coolest thing because I had the cool benefit of having them on my uh, Snapchat. So I got like a constant like uh, show, I guess, of like what they were doing and what they were what kind of new accustomed way of living they had. And I thought it was really cool. And so those are real blessings. We do have that that blessing and we're spoiled in that sense. And so embrace it. Don't take advantage of it. Don't uh, take it for granted. Really embrace it. And again, going back to what we said in other episodes, if you can help others along the way, if other people can benefit from your traveling, so be it. Be that uh, that light tower you know to shed light on different things different topics be a good representation of both who you are and where you come from and i think in general just be very respectful because people are different people do think differently and it's okay to be different yeah for sure and i do have two questions for you because i mean i know you are really looking forward to going to mexico again but after Mm -hmm. that right Question number one, sort of where are you thinking of going? And also, two, I'm curious, are you thinking of going alone or in a group? You know, am I, am I getting an invite or, or what's going on here? <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. Juan cannot be left out of any traveling. Um, traveling in terms of Mexico or just like after Mexico? Let's say after Mexico. Okay. Um, well, like I said, I definitely need to work on seeking out that discomfort. So... I think it would only make sense to travel to a location where I am not going to be, what's it called? Like, I'm not going to be able to just fit right in. I would mm-hmm. probably want to be in a place where I stand out because although I am an extrovert, I'm also very much an introvert. And I think more recently I've been more of an introvert. I don't really seek uh, big social discussions, big social gatherings. I don't really seek to be in the spotlight. I have a very small circle and I kind of keep it that way for the most part. So I think it'd be kind of cool to put myself in a place where it's the complete opposite. Um, As I'm like living through life right now, I've been explaining to you that when I set my mind to doing something, I devote myself to it 100%. And I'm almost an extremist in a sense where if before I was very lazy, I was eating a lot of fast food and not really doing anything to improve my life now it's like the complete opposite now i'm going to the gym now i'm like seeking different kinds of workouts now i want to have a healthier lifestyle i'm watching what i'm eating i'm counting my calories and you know 
And yeah. for some people, it might be excessive, but that's how I am. So I think it would only make sense for me to travel to a place that's completely different, completely the opposite of what I'm doing right now and what I know right now. So, so throw some names out there. Switzerland. The Ooh, okay, Switzerland. Switzerland. Shit. Um, Australia. Yeah, um, let's say Australia. Australia. Yeah. Um, and I say that very respectfully. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say um, uh, shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think you have to say that. You have to. <laughs> um, yeah, I what think else? just like really cool like places that I've never thought of ever traveling to because it didn't seem like something tangible. And just really embracing like, okay, you know what? I'm going to travel. I'm going to go to a place that I want to go to simply because it's something so crazy and far-fetched, right? What about um, Egypt? I do, although I've heard that it is kind of like a uh, little sketch. Um, I've always been mm -hmm. fascinated by the pyramids and the whole Egyptian culture. Um, I'm not sure how it's taught around the world, but in the U.S., it's definitely something that we learned about and like elementary school middle school mm -hmm. uh like king tut the pharaohs mummies you know all that um <laughs> and, it, and it also like coming from me it's like oh wow what an american like mummies he thinks that's what egypt is um, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's right <laughs> but just like i'm gonna kind of go it's like a little tangent here but like i'm not like any like historical researcher i'm not no freaking professor at any university but i am fascinated about the evolution of religion because i grew up in a household where i was taught to be catholic and i was brought up through the catholic church and then mm -hmm. later on i would soon learn that there was other religions like christianity that's very similar to it or judaism hinduism you know a bunch of other religions and ultimately what i found over the years is that when you really like break down each religion to its core, it's always, almost always based around a single God or a deity. And in one way or another, it's a representation of the sun. It's like, we're praying yeah. to the sun. We're seeking the light through the sun because the sun provides life for us. Where if we had no light, there would be no life as we know it. Um, and the Egyptians were very, very, very big on that. Um, of course, they had a lot of different gods, but um, when you look into it, their whole life almost revolved around like the sun. The impact of it was so great on them, but they they were aware of that at such an early time. And I think that's so cool because I think it's a civilization that we still have a lot to learn about. I feel like although we have been able to you know, find out a lot about their culture and, and through the pyramids and different scriptures that they've left behind. I think there's still a lot that we have to learn about them that we don't necessarily know yet. Um, <laughs> you just got to watch that ancient alien show, bro. Ancient aliens, man. They're all aliens. <laughs> and I think that's a major breakthrough coming out in this research that we're having. <laughs> no. that, that's how no, the pyramids no, no. were built, bro. If you, don't know, if, if you don't know, now you know people. Spaceships. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was always fascinated by the culture. I'm a big fan. I definitely like to learn more about them. So I definitely would like to travel out there, though. Um, I've learned that it is kind of dangerous. Um, but hey, but it's I feel like it's only dangerous. I always have a caveat to that because I'm someone who 
and maybe not in the current position, but like probably like a year ago, I wanted to go like Iraq and, you know, Afghanistan back then. Now, fuck that shit. But, you know, Iraq. Oh, you don't want to go to Afghanistan? Not right now, bro. <laughs> Typical American. Um, I, I still want to go, you know, to Iraq, to Istanbul, <laughs> to, you know, just the Middle Eastern countries because I'm, I think you read it too. You read The Alchemist, right? The book? Or no? I don't, uh, refresh my memory. It's the alchemist, just this kid who is seeking out his personal legend, is what they call it. And he goes to like the you probably didn't read it. No. Anyways, he um it's just some like <laughs> some some super philosophical adventure book that isn't too long. That probably Wait, where'd you read this book? Where? When? Oh, like three times, like throughout the last, I don't know, two years or something like that. Oh, no. maybe you mentioned it to me, but Hold I don't up, think I'll so. show I'll show it to you. Give me one second. Okay. For the viewers at home, uh, Juan's going to bring up the book uh, so that you viewers at home can also not look at it because, unfortunately, we don't have video at the moment. But we're working on it. Maybe someday soon. Oh, shit. I also did it so I can make hella noise and drop shit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, here it is. The Alchemist. Oh, okay. It's like an orange uh, cover. It's super short. It's only like, I don't know, like 150-ish pages. But it's yeah. one of the most like philosophical and like really emotional books in a weird way even though it's super small it has like a sort of intense amount of lessons okay anyways the whole the whole book is like this kid who starts in spain he's a shepherd i think that's what they call it right with the sheep and shit yeah he's a goat Um, greatest of all time (laughs) yeah and essentially like pursues what they refer to as your personal legend so your purpose in life and he travels through like the middle east he goes to the pyramids all this sort of stuff but overall it just like kind of made me like loki just like fall in love with like the middle eastern sort of cultures and and how like super smart and advanced they were i mean people often think about like the greeks as like oh they made all this cool shit it's like no dude the greeks literally just copied a bunch of shit from the middle eastern people mm-hmm. and made it their own um anyways <laughs> huge tangent that's really cool. but, I, but that's why i want to go to the middle east and like i said in western culture i think it's also seen as like oh that's dangerous or oh that's dangerous i mean even you know yeah. from like mexico like they say that right which is true in both <laughs> yeah, cases say, it is true <laughs> it is true in both cases it's 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 dangerous places but also i think it's dangerous because people fail to assimilate into the culture people fail of to course. you know fit in i mean i've heard of a lot of not friends but friends of friends who have gone to mexico on like a huge escalade with like a watch and Right, like smashing through and and all this sort of stuff, playing music. I know. And, and what happens? Like they get kidnapped. Yeah. Right. And they get killed. And it's like it's unfortunate. And yeah, that should never happen. But at the same time, like you know, kind of like you were saying, like si si lo buscas, a veces lo encuentras. You know, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. If you don't assimilate into the culture, you stand out. Like you just stand out like a light. And then that way, people who do are who are trying to harm you it's just like oh well there's that guy who probably has people who have money in mexico or he himself Mm -hmm. has money something let's get him let's extort the family let's do all these things and it's like you could have avoided that you could have avoided that by always just assimilating to the culture and that's the first thing i did when i started traveling like how do people here look all right i'm gonna look like that for sure yeah yeah i think uh on a little side note obviously you're aware i'm aware and I hope that other people are aware. But in case you aren't, obviously traveling is dangerous. There, 
are certain things that can come to light when traveling, especially being American. I think our presence in other countries isn't always sought after or wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, we also have our Mexican heritage, which we embrace, right? Where it almost allows yep. us to rep- be represented in a different identity. Although to the real natives, we'll still be kind of standing out because of our accent or because of our look or a certain presence that we carry. Uh, yep. Whereas people that are native there wouldn't necessarily have. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, of course, Mexico is dangerous. There is danger if you travel there at certain locations, but there's also danger all over the world. And it goes back to what we were saying, where if you're traveling somewhere and you're trying to bring with you what you're of what you've become accustomed to in your own native land, your own country where you currently live or reside in that's the that's the biggest mistake you can make because you're not there to impress them it's not like you're traveling to set impressions on different people around the world they frankly don't care about you you're the one that's going to them they're not coming to you you're going to them so you have to remain humble and open-minded and the people that you know unfortunately get kidnapped or have other things happen to them when they travel like say in this example mexico it's because they're trying to live a lavish lifestyle that they don't even have here in the U S. Um, and that's just the truth. And what you said earlier, um, si lo buscas, a veces te lo encuentras is a translation of like, you might just get what you asked for. Right. Because if you're coming, you know, with all these flashy bling and like a big truck, big, big, big wheels and whatever, you know, um, it's going to stand out. And people that live in that, place that don't have that are going to be jealous there's going to be some resentment whereas you would think oh yeah i'm gonna just live my life like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be out here living my best life like i'm gonna get my car shipped out here i'm gonna be driving it everywhere up and down but it's not about that it's not about how good of a life can you live for the social media presence uh to show off it's how good of a life can you embrace when traveling to these places, not for the social media, but for the people that are there. Because if you come up from a better place where you're better off, you want to bring some of that to them. It doesn't always have to be the wealth. It doesn't always have to be like you have to spend all your money on the people, but spend time with them because that's what's more important in this life than money. It's time. Time is of the essence. You give people yeah. the time of the day. You ask them about their lifestyle. You ask them about all these things and it goes a long way. But yeah, of yeah. course, there's dangers to traveling. But you know, I think if you fly low under the radar, you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I remembered about when you were talking about, you know, you got to bring that wealth to them. And it's fucking mm. hilarious. I mean, I've sent you memes of this shit before, but it's specifically in like Mexico. It's like, like they'll bring shirts back for people, but the shirts will be hella inappropriate. Uh. <laughs> you know Cause they can't understand about. what's, yeah, they'll, they don't understand what's on it. Inappropriate or they'll be hella, you know, like, shit that you can buy, for example, in Vegas that says some, like, shit, right? Like, just some shit. Like, I shaved my balls for this or some shit like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll take shit like that to Mexico. And, and the fucking meme was like, si, tra- traigan, traigan ropa, pero no se pasen de verga tampoco. And it's just like, fuck. <laughs> Which roughly t- yeah. translates to, like, yeah, bring clothes, help us out, but don't be fucking assholes about it and bring these yeah. shirts that because they yeah. don't know the language and it says some disgusting shit in English, 
and people are wearing that in the subway and the, the autobus and just like oh that's, that's yeah. hilarious but it's also kind of fucked up like it's, it's like funny like you'll be like uh like traveling you'll see like some 70 year old lady with a, like a long like extra long t-shirt that she's like using almost like as like a dress or something that says yeah. like do the curtains match the drapes or some shit like that and you're like oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> if only you knew if only you knew or like what's even funnier is yeah. like sometimes people like to uh, make a play on certain like big name companies like say like Aeropostale uh, <laughs> yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. they'll they'll keep the same text but it'll be a different word but to them like what yeah. do they know right like ah it's the same brand it's just like a custom one that they made or whatever you know and it's like some vulgar thing but yeah, yeah. it's uh it's still important though to recognize that no matter where you are it's always important to be respectful and fortunately some of our own people have done us a disservice by shipping bad, uh, <laughs> bad clothes back home. But uh, yeah, it's always the I, intention. I, it's always the intention. Yeah, I, I get that people are in need, right? But for stuff like that, it's like you're feeling a need, but you're also like, you know, like that's not something that's proper. You know that it, if they find out what that is or someone else finds out what that is, it'll be an embarrassing moment, which will take away from mm-hmm. the actual effort of trying to help someone out, right? Yeah, I think it's uh I think it's weird. I don't know how many people around the world experience this, but like say for the generation before us um that came from Mexico and traveled here and have established themselves now here at some point or another still try to help everybody else that's back home, right? Either in the hopes that they'll come to the US or that they'll just have a better life in Mexico. Um, and I say that I'm not sure how many people actually experience this because not many people have the capability of understanding what it is to go from Mexico to the U.S. where, yeah, they're border countries, but the lifestyles and the opportunities are immensely different. They will never be the same. Yeah. And so I don't know how many people would understand, like, say, sending clothes back home or sending uh, money or say right here in the U.S., you could be a dishwasher, make $500 a week, you know, like barely getting by and you'll be living very roughly. But if you send those $500 homes, like when that translates into pesos, like we're talking about bank, like you will be yeah. set for a few months there and not just for a single person, but like a whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that came to mind for me is that I don't think it's always about sending what you think they would need down there or, oh, they probably don't have these Jordans 5s or whatever. I don't think it's about sending materialistic objects or things or clothing that you have learned to like here in this country because it's a different standard of living, right? And again, it's not always about the wealth. It's not always about the money either. You could definitely not have to send money back home and still be productive in helping whatever people are back home to either establish themselves or come back over um i think it's just like another flawed judgment that's been produced over the years where maybe initially at one point that was the important thing is send money send money but now i don't even think it's about that i think if anything now it's hey let me get you a visa so you can travel out here and possibly consider moving here um i don't want to give away too much about like my personal family dynamic but um this is based off of an example that i saw in my family, but where say perhaps there's a family that has a capability of sending their son or daughter to the U S to study 
Like that is an amazing opportunity. Like that's so awesome to come here, become educated and then bring that back with them, bring the culture back with them and teach them the things that they, they learn here. Maybe they don't move here permanently. Maybe they never even come back to the U S but at least they had that great opportunity that now can benefit everybody else in that family. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think it's, it's just it's just a flawed judgment. I don't think it's right to always think about the money, the clothes, or the cars. There's so much more that you can do for people that doesn't have to be uh, tied to those specific things. Yeah, I always thought it was it was kind of funny, but also slightly, I think, embarrassing. Not for like us themselves. I'm talking about like, for example, when we would come back from high school or from uh, summer in high school right so the first thing that teachers would ask were like all right well what did you guys do in summer right and so literally like almost every hispanic person was like oh i went to mexico i went to mexico and then you would hear like the non-hispanic people like oh i went to uh hawaii and i went to cancun and i went to canada and everyone was just like and obviously the teacher as well was like oh wow right like what was that like but right after like two people who like went to mexico it's just kind of like okay uh next person and i'm just like <laughs> like fuck that's hella rude yeah. but like i said it feel like I, I wasn't embarrassed of it but i felt like other people might have been just because it was like that's all we were doing right that's all we were just going to mexico that was the thing and yeah. i know that people may not understand that but yeah i mean like traveling like the way i travel is kind of odd for someone who's hispanic i feel like because when you have extra money you either send it home or you travel home. That's like the that's the thing you do. Or you give it to your family here, right? Mm-hmm. But there's something about experiencing different cultures that I think, at least for me, makes me appreciate my culture a lot more. Like, as you know, like when I went to France, I would text you like, I'll be walking through the streets of France like with some banda, with some what's oh, that yeah. Alfred, Alfredo Olivar or Olivar, whatever that guy's name is. Mm-hmm. I'm like all that shit, and it was like it's crazy because even though I listened to that previously, like when I was in college, like I I really didn't listen to it that much. Whereas like when I was there, that was all I was listening to, which is an interesting thing because I was so far away from my culture, but at the same time I was getting so much closer to it because I was experiencing all these other cultures. And so I was missing my own, right? I was like, where the chiles at? Or los frijoles, or los nopales. (laughs) These things that you think like you don't miss, like you miss them. Like un arrocito with some frijoles, mm, that's just good yeah yeah another thing and and that's really cool i i I definitely have experienced that myself you know um and i I think another thing that i want to shed light on really quickly is that traveling when you travel it's not done through the eyes of racism i don't think racism can apply when traveling i think if you are somebody that is racist or has racist ideologies traveling is not for you and hopefully if you do have those qualities and you travel i hope that it sheds light on your flawed judgment and perhaps pulls you away from that point of view because i do remember as you were saying that a lot of the people uh here in our town like when they would travel they'd go you know back to mexico the homeland el terre as like some people like to call it um and to the kids that grew up not having perhaps 
any ties to Mexico or just simply not understanding that kind of maybe perhaps take that back home and tell their parents, right? And their parents would hear that constantly. And it also kind of sparked a, I want to say some form of resentment or some form of hate where it's like, oh, well, if Mexico's so great, why don't you just fucking go back or, you know, whatever, right? Like very racist things and slurs and all that. And what I have to say to that is, listen, not everybody has the capability to travel back to their home country. I mean, we're a border country with the U.S., which is why it's facilitated. Um, But imagine somebody from Spain. Imagine somebody from Central America, South America. Imagine somebody from Asia. You really think they're going to have that kind of capability to be traveling back and forth? It's that much more expensive. Whereas for us, we could also probably just drive down there if we really want to. It's not that easy of a drive, depending on where you are uh, in Mexico. But it's it's driving distance. That And that's such a huge blessing that not many people have. And therefore, not many people understand. Whereas yeah. if we weren't from Mexico and we were from another country, yeah, maybe we wouldn't be traveling back to the homeland as often. So it's just weird when racism is kind of like brought up into all of that because I experienced a lot of that growing up and obviously I've always been opposed to it. I'm a huge, huge uh, proponent of like being against that wave of ideology, of racism, of shaming people for their culture, their background. Uh, If anything, I'm more about embracing it, like bring it forward. Don't hide it. Don't uh, turn your back on your background, your bloodline embrace that because that's who you are of course embrace the country that you live in if you are in the u.s of course embrace this great country that we are a part of but don't forget your your bloodline your heritage and a lot of people would shame us for that and i was so against that because i was like if you guys were closer to your heritage and took the time to learn your traditions from back home like if you're from ireland uh italy other european countries you would think differently you would be more tied to that than you are to this country in a sense where it's like, that's real pride because that's all your uncles, your, your grandfather, your grandparents, like everybody came from there and that's how you got to where you are today. And that's something important to understand. But of course it's not that easy, especially in today's uh, world, but just something that I wanted to put out there is that, you know, traveling doesn't correlate to racism or, or racist views. If you travel, you're not there to shame someone else or shit on them. You're there to embrace them. You're there to assimilate into their culture, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's pretty well said. I think I thought I thought, probably... I thought it did okay. I mean, it, it was it was I it was I. I mean, I ain't no professional podcaster, but we try. <laughs> we try out here. We try out here. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be it. We're gonna wrap it up with our wow. And this one is actually going to come directly from yours truly, me, <laughs> in case in case that wasn't clear enough. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> this is actually a uh, poem I wrote a couple of months ago, and it sort of captures, in general, my view on in, on, on life entirely and specifically on traveling as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read this to you guys and um, stick with me because it's a little long. Um, but it is titled, I Want to See, with three dots, dot, dot, dot. Emphasis on that. By Juan Martinez. <laughs> By me. All right. It says, I want to see the world. I want to see through a thousand tears, a thousand smiles, 
a thousand lives. I want to smell love and hate in a rose, hear happiness and sadness in the wind, see peace and war in the dirt. I want the opportunity to see, to see more than what is in front of me. There it is. Wow. Beautifully said. That's a beautiful poem. That is one of my favorite things that you have written and shared with me. And I will say, this doesn't end here, Juan. <laughs> I'll be coming back with some more fire for you. But <laughs> yeah, for now, <laughs> for now, you can uh, you you can claim the the poet title. I I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> Omar says this is one of the favorite things I've written because it's one of the few things I've written <laughs> that, that that isn't an actual quote. I mean, I really like writing quotes, but this poem was a bit. It started as a quote, and then I was like, "Ooh, I kind of like this other thing," and it just started building into a poem. Now, yeah, so. no, I think that's great. I think it's really nice, and uh, hopefully, people will understand the impact of traveling on yours and other people's lives. Where you can come up with beautiful text like that if you travel. So <laughs> there you go. That's an enticing uh, thing. Yeah. So if you're seeking to be a badass, one can unknown, just you know, just travel a little bit. You'll be a cool little guru, you know, become a cool guy. Yeah. Another way of becoming <laughs> a cool guy or girl is to uh, share this podcast with all your homies because, oh. uh, ooh, shameless plug. Is that what they say? Uh, yep. um, <laughs> yeah. Feel free to uh, share this podcast with anyone, social media or just, you know, word of mouth works as well. We're hoping to change as well our little intro song and, and add some new sort of features to the uh, podcast as we go definitely sort of tweaking it here and there and as you said not professional podcasters but we're getting there but we try we're getting but there. we try <laughs> exactly hey, try is in our name so how could we not try am i right exactly and uh yeah so i also wanted to give a special shout out uh to the different countries that listen to us um i don't think we've done this or if we did it's been a while so Ooh. of course we have a majority of our listeners Ooh. coming to us from the united states but we mm. also have mexico vietnam india colombia argentina chile brazil russia Shit. philippines germany canada and hong kong Shit. so if uh There's a lot of countries fucking mr worldwide yeah. out here bro mr worldwide <laughs> 305 um so if you are listening to us and you're coming from one of those countries we want to give a special shout out to you and thank you for listening to us this episode is dedicated to you and again as Juan said if you do enjoy this podcast please make sure to share it with your friends your loved ones your neighbors your friends girlfriends boyfriends your neighbor's dog all of the above hmm. and check us out on instagram at the intrinsic podcast um i don't post that much on it but i'm trying to hopefully start you know editing some clips or something for you guys to enjoy uh as you wait for the new episodes um but yeah and as always keep it spicy oh yeah keep it spicy that's some sauce always all right guys thanks so much for tuning in take care bless up keep the good vibes going boom